everybody. Welcome to the last podcast episode for 2018. How's it going? Um, I got a lot to talk about in a short amount of time as I only run my episodes 15 minutes long, just about, and not really kind of go too crazy with hour-long podcasts. I may up the timing, but for right now, 15 minutes seems to work. So anyways, guys, welcome to another episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining in. Today is December 29th, 2018, and this will be the last podcast episode for 2018. As the next time you get another one, it will be next year. And so real quick, I just kind of want to let everyone know that has Google Fi, if you are looking to create photo albums right now, if you're a Google Fi member, there is a game in the application in the Google Fi app that allows you to play a a game that's like a dinosaur jumping over pine trees and other obstacles. The point of this is, is that if you play this game, you will be given a code. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> Distracted there for a second. You'll be given a code. That code um, basically gives you a $9.99 credit off uh, creating a follow album. So you can create a... Soft, a softbound book or a hardbound book of your choosing. Uh, softbound for 20 pictures is $9.99. For a hardbound is $19.99. Each page of photos after that is $0.35 cents a print. So you could create yourself a stunning, beautiful um, photo album of your best moments that's saved to your Google Photos account. So I just want to let everyone know about that. Uh, All right, so let's just kind of jump right in. Uh, First thing I do want to talk about here is um, a comment that I got where it was talking about budget phones needing to have a higher resolution display as its normalcies. First off, um, I, you know, I understand people wanting more. That's the way life works. When you get something that you really like, you want more of it. And therefore, you know, wanting to have budget phones have nothing less than 1080p displays is not bad. It's not nothing wrong with asking for that. Um, however, the thing about it is, is that it, you know, in order for budget phones to have certain specifications, means that flagships have to have higher specifications, right? Um, OEMs don't want to close the gap distance between a budget phone and a flagship phone. They want to keep that gap there because if you're wanting to have higher amount of storage, higher amount of processing power, higher, you know, faster um, processing speeds, um, like super high res display. They want you to go after their flagships. They want you to spend more money to get the flagship rather than getting the budget phone. So the budget phones, they make enough to entice you to look at their brand, how they make their phones and whatnot. So that way they can pull people in. But then when you want more, when you crave more, then they're like, well, you're choosing budget, so that's why you're only getting this. If you choose our flagship, you'll have all of this. And that is called marketing, people. That is how it's done. Personally, when it comes to displays, I really don't make that as a full yes or no for me when it comes to a certain phone. As there is a video that was put out that we don't see in 4K, and it was a great video explaining the dynamics of screen resolution, and um, 
yeah, let me see if I can find uh, the YouTube user so I can uh, I can basically have you guys re you know we'll reference it so have you guys go there. Um, so let me see if I can find that video, and it is from YouTuber. Let's see. That's one thing I hate. I hate when people snatch other people's videos and then use it and then use it on their channel. But anyways, um, so the YouTube channel is called um, it's called Knowing Better, and uh, so he kind of breaks down 4K resolution. Says that we don't see in 4K. Um, so that's why it's not a very huge deal to have to have a 4K display, to have to have a 4K TV. Um, he breaks it all down, so definitely go check that out so you guys understand how this works. And I know some people are stubborn; they're they're not going to believe it. You know, they're gonna they're gonna believe that they can fully see things in 4K, and it's not that way. And I want people to understand that. So that's why when you see YouTubers use a certain phone they're like wow I can't believe this phone is a 720p display look at the display it's crisp it's colors it's vibrant and da 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 you know it's not really so much on that aspect that it has to be a 4k screen in order to have that type of crispiness to the display it's the type of panel that's used whether it's a an LCD IPS display or if it's a AMOLED display or a super AMOLED display there are different types of display panels and they display things a certain way regardless of the resolution of the display. So even a 720p display can look really good for it just being half full HD. I just want to put that out there. So yeah, definitely um, do your research. You know, there are places that you can go to look at these phones. Best Buy being one of them. They have the phones on display. You can go and take a look at them, play around with them. I know for their prepaids like Boost Mobile that are, you know, in box, uh, sometimes their best selling Boost Mobile phone, Best Buy will put it on the display for you to play around with. Uh, but usually it's just unlock devices and then um, carrier. Um, like full carrier phones, they have on display for you to play around with. But nonetheless, you know, if you're on the fence about a certain phone, if you want to know how the display looks, go in person and check it out. Nothing wrong with that. I'm sure Best Buy would love to have you guys go inside their store and play around with their phones and look around and whatnot because, you know, that gives them a chance of possibly even making a sale. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. Yet it gives you the opportunity to play around with the phone to see how the phone is going to perform and function just by doing simple tasks like taking photos and browsing the internet and playing a video, playing music. You can run as many things to see how many apps running you know, simultaneously would it take for it to actually bog down the phone and slow it down. And so anyhow, on other news is that I expanded my Google Fi account into a family plan. So I'm going to let you guys know how that kind of works out. Um, I'm not really going to be focused too much on services because I've said that in videos on my YouTube channel about how Google Fi service has been. But I'm just going to give you guys kind of an idea of what it's like to ha kind of have like a family plan. And I'm going to let you guys know my unorthodox version of having a family plan. All detailed on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that video when that video drops. Um... That'll be like in the next uh, week and a half or so. I'm definitely going to let you guys know about that. Um, so with that, um, there are there's um, some class confusion going on around uh, that I really want to kind of clear up. Okay, I really want to kind of clear this up. 
5 gigahertz Wi-Fi signal that, you know, certain smartphones have the ability to connect to, to your Wi-Fi home router, is not 5G. I really got to emphasize this because people are getting those confused. 5G Wi-Fi signal, technically it's 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi signal. Wi-Fi routers have two signal channels. One is a 2.4 gigahertz signal, which is for a more broader connection. So you could be like two, 200 yards away from your Wi-Fi router, hypothetically speaking. And the, uh, but it has, you know, slower data deliverance. Whereas five gigahertz signal has a faster data deliverance from your Wi-Fi router, but uh, it, it can only go a shorter distance of like maybe 100 yards away from the, the Wi-Fi router versus 200 yards with the 2.4 gigahertz signal. Um, I really want people to understand that so they're not confused. There's a lot of people like mobile smartphones. You don't have to be a geek or a nerd to learn this stuff, but um, people are kind of getting the two confused. The same as people are confusing Wi-Fi to mobile data. And I want to correct that because everyone is quick to call mobile data Wi-Fi. I'm not sure why they do that. But here's a scenario because uh, I've talked to somebody about this and they were like, it's the same thing. They should know it's the same thing. They should know. Technically, it's the same thing. No, they're not going to know. So say you have an issue connecting to your mobile network through your mobile service provider and you go to technical support and you're saying, I can't connect to Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi is not working. The tech support um, agent is not going to know that it's your mobile data because you're saying Wi-Fi. He's going to think your phone's not connecting to the Wi-Fi router. The antenna and smartphones that connect to the Wi-Fi router are not the same antennas that connect to the mobile network. So he's going to service the Wi-Fi antenna and not troubleshoot why the mobile data is not received to your phone. That's why people need to stop calling mobile data Wi-Fi. Even though it does the same thing, it is not the exact same thing. And I really want people to learn that. So next time when you go, you have issues with your phone, do not call mobile data Wi-Fi because you're going to get a lot of confusion that may aggravate you if the person's not understanding you when you're giving him the wrong terminology for what you're trying to express. So, um, yeah. Anyways, kind of moving away from that. So I did put out a video talking about how 2018 was a very boring year. And some people agreed, some people disagreed. No big deal. That's why this world works great. You can agree to disagree at times. But again, I still stand by it. It was probably you know, one of the most boring years when it comes to mobile tech. We didn't really have a lot of innovation is what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm emphasizing. We didn't have a lot of innovation. Samsung made a foldable phone and I think it was, I forgot which other company made a mobile um, foldable mobile phone, but mobile phones were coming back uh, that were foldable and <clears throat> a lot of uh, companies were trying to find ways to hide that front-facing camera to have an all-screen display, but a lot of them settled on the notch, and that's what it was, the notch, the notch, the notch, the notch. The notch was everywhere, and it just made things boring. Like a phone that looked like the other phone that looked like the other phone that looked like the other phone that was not made by the same OEM. It's just, is just bad, really bad, just really bad for that. So I'm just like, ah, ugh. You know, but um, when it came to, you know, YouTube and everything like that, uh, you know, it wasn't all bad. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't all bad. I mean, 
you know, upside from technology itself, um, Nintendo releasing its grip, allowing people to basically do gameplay of Nintendo games was a big plus. I know it's a kind of little off topic, but um, yeah, you know, there's just a, a lot of a lot of things that <laughs> I kind of went around, but a lot, you know. It, I just want people to understand that when I make videos and I offer my opinions about how I view things, it's it's how I view things. And people will see things differently. And that's entirely okay. I want people to understand that it's entirely okay to voice your opinions. I welcome them. Because without that, there's, there's no reason to have a conversation, right? Um, not always does everyone have to agree with everything that somebody says. And yeah. Um... That's the whole point behind it. But yeah, I do feel that 2018 was a more boring year. I hope 2019 is a much more exciting year. Maybe we get some new things and, and start to see a little bit of that innovation that we've all been craving. Because that's the one thing we can all agree on. We are craving new ways of doing things with smartphones. Just like I feel like that Android is so boring and that they need to do a facelift and change the way that Android looks. We need something new. This, you know, I've said this regarding the Moto X4, and this is the last the last topic here before I close out. You know, I like my Moto X4. I, I really dig it. It doesn't need to have the um, the 18 by 9 aspect ratios and none of that stuff. It, it forms and works very well. Nice compact phone. I love it. Um, the 9.0 update hasn't affected my connection with the Sprint side on Google Fi or the T-Mobile side. The, but the one thing I don't like about 9.0 is the way when you move up for your applications, how it just kind of gives you the um, recent apps. I don't like that. It, it should populate the recent apps for you to you know multitask like if you bring it up halfway and let go it should do it that way but it shouldn't show you that unless you let go like if you're swiping up there's no need to bring up the recent apps that should just go away unless you want to bring up the recent apps so I mean there's a few things that I think that Google can really work on to kind of fix Android and hopefully they do that with the next iteration of Android also focus on Android messages make that one better duo is kicking butt out there so everyone's loving duo for video calling so that leave that as it is and get rid of the rest focus on Android messages and make that great that's what I want to see in 2019. So, if you guys enjoyed the episode, let me know, um, and I will talk to you guys next year.